It's a fun away daily. Adam Collins with you in London. Cam Ponsonby at Radcliffe. It was all happening today. He's with me. Third test match of the India-England series for Westwood London. Westfield, Stratford City, more extra, less ordinary. The middle day of the series, Cam. It was an eventful one. Tell us about it in 30 seconds. Bring back Mukesh Kumar. Bring back Shreyas Iyer. These guys are too good. Jaiswal's too good. Mohamed Siraj is too good. They blow England away. England lose 8 for 95 to collapse in a heap in the middle session before Jaiswal smokes a second century of the series to leave India 322 ahead at the close. They've got eight wickets left in hand. There's been many Ben Stokes and many England miracles in the past, but it was India's day. It's India's match. So much to get into here, Cam. Um, should we go right to the nub of it, the 8 for 95 collapse, which is actually worse yes, than that when you go through the rhythm of, of how it played out. It started with Joe Root uh, falling for 18, caught at second slip, reverse ramping Jasbit Bumrah, uh, which is going to be the focal point, right? There's always one dismissal that typifies a collapse, and Root's going to be that on this occasion. Why don't you go first? You were there. How did you, how did you take the whole thing in? So I reckon we might disagree on this. I don't mind Root's dismissal. Uh, in terms of the context of the collapse, I think he's a man out of form who's had a lot of success with that shot. Now, that's not to say I don't appreciate and understand the opinion of people who disagree with him playing it. I just think there's a valid opinion where if you don't want him to play this shot, you, don't, you think he doesn't need to as a whole, as an entity. Say you're a class player, you don't need to add this added risk to your game. I don't think it's fair to say in this instance, it was the wrong time to play the shot because in that, when you go down that rabbit hole, and I've had this argument on debate with lots of colleagues in the <laughs> box today, when you go down that rabbit hole, whenever, whenever is it right to play the shot? Is it right to play up the first ball of the ashes of a day in the ashes? Of course it isn't. What a stupid thing to do. Is it the right thing to do the fourth day, fourth ball of the day in New Zealand? Of course it isn't. What a stupid thing to do. Here, you've got a man who, in the first hour in Rajkot, is when it's a bit damp it's the most dangerous time to bat he's already said many a time the time he uses this shot is when he wants to remove slips from play it's when he wants to take that threat of being nicked off out of play if I can get one over the slip cord and they drop a third man back he also says that it's very unlikely a lot of things have to go wrong for it to for him to be out and today he's kind of scuffed it but he's also lasered it into second slips chest basically it's a hell of a catch by Jaiswal mm. but I'm sure we'll go have a back and forth about that, but I'm more than happy to concede the kind of waterfall of shits that omitted from it afterwards and the kind of England collapse that therefore then followed. Yes, in that light, it is a pretty bad moment because it just led to one more mistake after another after another. England, they have this mantra. They live by the sword. They die by the sword. Today, they died by, they died by a thousand cuts. Hey, that sounds, that sounds terrible. I'd like to see that written down if it's a good sentence or not. Uh, so yeah look we do disagree because I think that with Perfect. the way that McCullum and Stokes have changed the way or changed England's fortunes in the last couple of years there's been more nuance to it more thinking to it than than some would, would have I, I get this criticism of it there's strident criticism of it in certain parts of the world um, and I, I don't know I don't want to go into that right now but on days like today that stacks up that kind of criticism where it doesn't look like it's thinking cricket where they do see the advantage and Root player out of form up against Jasper Boomerang, not a great matchup in terms of the, the, the test match he had at Vizag last week. And I think the why it's most why it stands out so much is that they were having the perfect first half an hour. After Ashwin uh, had to pull out of the test match overnight, 
And of course, their dreadful circumstances. We wish it wasn't the case. England had the chance to press home the advantage and, and they were doing it in a really efficient way by sucking oxygen out of the game. There were all the comparisons online and, and fair enough too to what happened at Lords last year where in England collapsed from 188 for one to be 325 all out today. They were 224 for two to be 319 all out. There's a step further where Norcross has gone into where the point Ollie Pope was dismissed in both innings. It was 188 at Lords and 182 yesterday at Radscott and they were dismissed for 416 and 445 respectively. What happened after Lords was that they doubled down on the rhetoric saying, ah, oh, it doesn't matter. We all fell into the leg side trap, but that's just the way things work. We'll hit the next one into the stands and, and so on. But it didn't really play out that way. You looked at the lived experience. They weren't boshing sixes for the most part through Leeds and Manchester and the Oval. They, they were playing in a more calculated fashion. They were willing to absorb pressure at different points of time. And I think that was what was more called for today. And Root could have been more of a damage doing that and playing, at air quotes, his traditional way, so the pre-Basball way, alongside Ben Duckett, who was absolutely flying. So this is a day for those who have never really believed in this, uh, who always thought that it was going to be undone by better opposition. I don't know whether that stacks up either. This has been an innovative way of creating more options for England to win. Uh, the, the most the most galling part from an England perspective was this was their best opportunity, right? Ashwin missing, as we've mentioned before, on a track that is easier to bat on. It'll probably be the easiest surface to bat on for the whole series. India, at any point they choose, can pull the lever to uh, shit heaps. We know that. It's an easy thing to do. Preparing a track that'll rag from minute one to become a lottery. At 2-1 up, with all the momentum, why wouldn't they do that next week sure. or the week after? And then England will be in a real world of pain. So this was the moment, and they weren't able to seize it. It's not just Joe Root, but that does stand out on the basis of what was happening after the resumption this morning, I reckon. Okay, but to counter that, I'd say Ashwin's out. This is England's opportunity. This is England's opportunity when, whilst they're still 250 runs behind, bear in mind. Like they've, they've got to do a lot of things well to get in, in front of this game still. Yeah. If you have your opposition with their Premier Bowler out, you're, you come into this morning, who's their biggest danger? Who's India's biggest danger to you? Bumrah. If you can then take him on, Boomer. remove his op attacking options in that slip, then... That's, if anything, you could argue that that's their thought process, that that's our best way to hammering home this advantage. We nullify their biggest strike weapon, we can then milk the rest. Jadeja wasn't being particularly fit as well either. He didn't uh, bowl for quite a long time. He was out on the boundary zed. That, I think, is consistent with their line of thinking. I go back to the same thing. If you don't think Joe Root should be playing the shot at all in Red Bull cricket, fine, whatever. I actually mm. think when you go through the dismissals, it's a series of like, it's, it's cock-up cricket in that, Joe Root kind of misexecutes a shot. He's in bad form. I kind of got the impression he was like a tennis player trying to like whack his way back into form. I just need to find something. Get me going. Right. He'd earlier run down the track at Bumrah. Like he needed, he's trying to tick himself into gear. He's got a high score of 29 this series. Duckett, worst ball of the day, having played the innings of his life, chips it to cover from a long hop. Uh, ben Folks, it wasn't even a slower ball this time. He gets out in the same way he got out in Vizag, where he's early on a kind of check drive off a cement and kind of his balance is off and he chips it to mid on. Ben Stokes's wicket, I kind of was the one where I, was the one where I went. I don't understand where the end point of that was. So Root, it was very obvious. He's trying to get it over the slip cordon. Stokes, they had long on uh, for Jadeja, quite wide, and he's gone to sweep. He swept as soon as he's seen it's kind of missing the stump. It's wide. If it's wide of the stumps, he's having to reach for it. And if you're having to reach for it, you're only going to be able to get it straight. The straighter it is, the more you can turn on it and get it to square. I hope that makes sense, um, or that's clear yep. even. I think the ball has either skidded on from Jadeja or he was expecting it to turn because where he's ended up hitting it, he was going to have to sweep it over long on 
for that shot to work. That was the one where I went, well, hang on lads, like what are we doing here? This is, that was the one shot where I went, I, that wasn't, that didn't make sense to me. And granted I'm a fucking idiot and I'm a shit cricketer, so who am I to say whatever? But with the other stuff, I was either seeing like a mis-execution in a moment of uh, disaster, like Duckett, like folks, or I was seeing good process, bad execution, or a, th a thought through process, bad execution in route, with Stokes was the one where I went, bad execution, what's the thought process? It was, add it all together, I'm not giving England the excuse of it's a series of isolated events. That's not the case. They've lost eight for 95. They've thrown away mm. a position, a very strong position. It's bad, especially in the context of it's potentially going to lose them a series when if India go on to win this match, Boomer rests up next week. Uh, Anderson and Wood yep. are completely cooked from bowling every single day. They turn out a shit heap and they win 3-1. The series is over. It's, a, it's, like, it's, a disaster. it's the hour of disaster mm. that every touring side of India try to avoid for as long as possible. But, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily uh, have the source of my river collapse as Joe Root. Yeah, the, 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 there are some collapses that are more important than others. There are some sessions, some days. This has felt so uh, integral to the whole thing. So... Yeah, I think you and I just come at this at different, from a different perspective. I, I sure. see your point about pressing home the advantage and and, and and ratcheting up the pressure on India to start the day. I reckon sometimes when you're ahead of the game, that's the point to, to settle things down and absorb a little bit of pressure. And look, England sure. can do yeah. that, and they choose to do that. You mentioned Stokes' dismissal. What's missed in the collapse? He and folks batted for 11 overs together before lunch at a strike rate of roughly 50-odd. They were doing the, right, let's scale it all back after Duckett fell to a to the half tracker which you know you can kind of forgive him when he's made 153 out of 319 and batted as well as he did yesterday but nevertheless it played a role in all of this today and then the Bearstow dismissal where he was completely done all ends up by Kuldeep Yadav he wasn't in the same postcode as that ball uh, and if there is going to be a spinning track next week you'd, you could um, start having a conversation about the suitability of, of Bearstow in the side at the moment it feels like because he is so hit and miss against, um, against India and India that uh, there, there might be a different decision to be made there, although that's sort of preempting a conversation for after the test, I suppose. You'll rattle off 100 in the second dig now that I've even said that. Uh, but, yeah, Stokes and, Be Stokes and folks, rather, they, they are the guys for the patch-up job because we know that Stokes can bat long and, and pick the right moment to pull the trigger. And I think what you're, uh, you've pointed out there is correct as well. They've got those two men back at wide-ish mid-wicket and, and straight-ish long on as catching men. Right, they are there, knowing that Stokes likes to hit with the spin, and waiting for the moment when he can't, uh, when he can't uh, wait, when he, when he can't resist. I suppose is the right word there any longer. So that's what made that dismissal look all the worse. And yeah, maybe there was a slight bit of pace taken off uh, for the folks dismissal. Siraj, I just love the way Siraj gets into a contest. You know, having Ashwin out, needing to use that second seam more. You touched on poor old Mukesh earlier. Well, Siraj is normally. Um, the spare parts man in India, barely required as the second seamer when Boomer is there. Ashwin, Jadeja, often Akshar Patel as well. Cool Deep Yadav's always going to bowl a lot of overs when he's in the test side. Well, suddenly Siraj is needed and he picks mm. up four wickets and he bowls quickly and he and he loves that. Uh, we saw him at Lords a couple of years ago when they needed to bowl at England in two sessions. Siraj was the man of the moment along with Boomer. Uh, we saw the way he bowled famously at the Gabba in only his third test match a few years ago, leading that attack to a most extraordinary victory on the final day of the series. When the going gets tough, you want Siraj in the side. So I wasn't surprised at all when he picked up four, including a couple of beautiful deliveries to hit the stumps. And the one to Anderson uh, reminded me a little bit of the ball that 
um, bowled him at Lords to finish off that test at Lords in in, in twenty twenty one. But yeah, the, the when you when you bundle it all up and and um, and you look at it and you, you step back from the whole thing, and then Ben Duckett is the man put up for media like he was after that collapse at Lords uh, last June and July, and and Duckett's. Duckett's response was, well, Rudy's a freak. That's the same to me as him playing a drive. Um, I'm sure that people weren't saying that when he hit Cummins for six. And I get he's got to defend his mate, right? I understand all of that. But it's fundamentally not, right? It's not the same as him playing a cover drive. I know he's a brilliant uh, uh, reverse scooper, but that is a premeditated shot. It's not the same as him playing uh, a, a stroke to cover. That That is different, right? So Because that's not as yeah. premeditated. You can't, you can't put the two things alongside each other. So... There was some contrition after Lords last year, even if, even if they didn't say it, uh, and they they were more successful in the second half of that series. The problem for England is that um, they won't have as much control over the situation as they did during the summer. It's only going to get harder from here. Yeah, look, I'm, I'll be interested to know if I soft, if I change my opinion on this over time. I, I I don't think of my kind of defending Joe Root here as the hill I'm going to die on, but in terms of the premeditated thing. We're playing a series here where uh, a lad, Ben Duckett, who's up for me, has just got 150 by reverse sweeping all the time. Like, you, we can't yeah. praise the reverse sweep on one hand and uh, think that how amazing it is that England are premeditating and guessing and kind of getting ahead of the game. And then when it doesn't work off a seamer rather than a spinner, like, throw, throw the toys out of the pram, basically. Same way you could go, you could go, I don't know if, I don't think Stokes was necessarily premeditated, but you could argue maybe Zach Crawley's sweep was premeditated. It's just a different sh- shot but the same kind of process of, of premeditation. Um, i tell you who did end up reverse sweeping quite well. Jaiswell started nailing them when yeah. he decided to whack it everywhere. Yeah, Jaiswell, yeah, that, that's kind of the second piece to this, isn't it? That after getting bowled out, you know, and Jaiswell was, what was he, 20 or 53 balls, something like that? Like he made a decision to lay a foundation. I thought that was a brilliantly timed century from him. And I think his celebration will get a Guernsey in the Hall of Fame in a little bit. But yeah, yeah when they had the chance to turn the screws, India's happy place is four and over. You know, when India are batting at four and over, they are they are clicking, and that's roughly what their innings has been so far there. Um, as I look at my screen in front of me, they're 196 for two after 51 overs. Yeah, so pretty much bang on four and over from here with Jaiswell. 104, not out, retired hurt for the time being. Nine fours and five sixes, but they all came after as well and truly set. So um, credit for Jaiswell for having the ability to pace in innings. Joe Root had Rohit Sharma out leg before from round the wicket. Um, interesting, you could see the off stump with the ball pitch. I'm pretty sure it Vizag. Um, if you were bowling from that side of the wicket and you could see the stump, then it couldn't possibly be lining up with leg stump or it was a conspiracy with DRS. I'm not sure. Whatever. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, that, yeah. And then, uh, remember that? And Rajit Padada, um, for the second time in a test match, gets out uh, in comical fashion, I feel, for the guy having to wait so long for an opportunity for India. Coming in as a mature 30-year-old, getting the chance before Safras Khan, but twice in the match, caught uh, in the ring from the bowling of Tom Hartley from effectively half-trackers. So it does leave a crack of light for England if you want to be super optimistic that if they have a great first hour tomorrow they could be chasing 400 odd and we know they backed themselves last week but this doesn't have the same energy as that in all three test matches so far in the series Cam they've conceded leads of over 100 Adam there's no crack of light it's pitch black like it's done there's no I'm not yeah. going to fall into this trap again um, Joe's well, I, I tell you what I, I loved absolutely loved watching him today um, he was 35 off 78 I think it was and you can pick your numbers in where, wherever you want to do your checkpoints of the innings yeah. but from 35 off 78 I think he scored 44 off his next 18 balls and my thought process when it was him and Gill kind of going along very slowly, I was kind of thinking about how it was like the protagonist, when the protagonist in a film is taking too long to kind of kill their victim. 
and then I was like, oh my God, is this when the twist is going to happen and England are going to escape? And then like, Drysdale <laughs> just shot England in the face like 20 times. I was like, oh no, it's dead. It's over. Like this match is finished. Uh, what's going to be the next storyline basically? Um, his wrists are just phenomenal. I was actually talking to one of the players after the Hyderabad test, no, Vizag test. And um, it was a nice moment where like a player spoke like a fan and he was like, fuck it, like, just as soon as he gets full he just anyway he just absolutely belts it and i was like that's what i say that's what i think as well when i was watching this match <laughs> and he was doing it when um uh when he was sweeping i think it was hartley maybe or he was sweeping the spinners and you'd see his wrists come through the ball so late and he'd he'd hit the ball square he wouldn't like follow it he'd absolutely he'd like connect with the with the ball keep on saying that um his celebrations i mean i, I feel like i've thought about this right now I feel like you can't do that and then retire hurt because you're tired like and cramping like two minutes later your last energy reserves have been spent <laughs> on kind of gloves off kind of Jude Bellingham Jude Bellingham ing it there you go <laughs> that might be the appropriate time Cam for us to move to the final word hall of fame final word hall of fame brought to you by Westfield London and Westfield Stratford City as I scan down the page what have we got today Titch Freeman uh, Bagwat Chandrasekhar, Tom Hartley, Baby John Burgess. What do these four people have in common? I know one thing about Baby John Burgess that won't necessarily be relevant to this, although yeah. who knows what Tom Hartley's packing. Uh, they all love spinning and winning. Head into Westfield London or Westfield Stratford City, scan the QR code to play, and you could win free food and free drinks from Greg's, Cinnabon, Roll Baby, and more. Of course. There's also the grand prize of this year's free bowling at All Stars Lane, All Star Lanes rather. Something else that Baby John Burgess loves. Baby John Burgess loves bowling. I didn't know that. Maybe I should have known that. Um, that that's a that's a. I don't expect you to have a clue what I'm talking about here, Cam. This is a an ad that steered more yeah, at our Australian listenership. Um, he was a he was the host of Wheel of Fortune Perfect. for many years. Then catchphrase um, a little bit later on. Uh, prizes are limited, so get in here today to start spinning. Uh, what have we got? So that's yeah, Google Westfield London, Westfield Stratford City, more extra, less ordinary. And as I say there, scan that code, win food, win drinks, doesn't get better than that. Uh, Cam, you go first. What's your most final web moment of the day? Oh, we touched on it earlier. It's actually a sad one. It's, it's Patadar getting out. Um, I was pitch side and very near where the players walk off. And when he did it, I, I, I actually just felt like really sad. It made, it made me really upset because you're kind of watching the first one was kind of funny in the first thing you're like oh you can't imagine doing that but I kind of looked up a bit too late and so I missed the actual dismissal and I assumed Ben Stokes had caught mm. it because he had his face over his his hands over his face and I was kind of like oh that's the reaction of someone who's just caught the ball and it's kind of like he 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 isn't that funny uh, I've caught a, a ball from a full toss and then I realized it'd been caught on the other side and so it was just a moment where like people were just either kind of trying to hide their laughter that uh, a batter had got out that way and that's bad enough if you do it in front of zero people on in the park or when you're playing in the fives or whatever but to do it when you're <laughs> in test cricket with your chance after a decade of piling on runs in domestic cricket will he ever play another test match again <laughs> i don't know it made me sad um and so that and what i was so sad it made me think of the final word there we go what a great connection the, that was the obvious final word moment for me was um Giswell's century celebration causing him to have to retire hurt with shaggers back i mean it's pretty clear that's what happened right he was fine he was fine and then he did yeah. the david warner bit yeah. he did the freddie flintoff bit after that and then five minutes later his back's crook um causation correlation well i'm, I'm going with causation on that so um yeah i mean he goes big when he makes 100 giles well he's obviously a 
prodigiously talented cricketer so there'll be many more of those opportunities over the years but um yeah bad back after that also swanee on comms who, um swanee divides opinion yeah. as a commentator and that's fine i suppose that's partly why he gets gigs around the world because you want um you want people commentating who people have opinions on. But he said at one stage late in the day, gee, it'd be a good time to take a wicket for England here. Next ball, that's when Patadar hit the catch uh, yeah. out to um, out to Ryan Ahmed. So Swanee got it spot on there. So credit to him for that. We'll, we'll, um, I'm sure we'll have to talk about this on a different day because it'll be take too long. Uh, I found myself getting very old, very 1940s uh, when Jaiswell retired hurt for cramp. I, in my head, I was like, don't let him back. Why is, he, <laughs> why is that allowed? Like, oh, you're tired? Okay, done. You're out. Finished. Fuck off. Um, and I was like, I, it came out of me. I don't really know what that happened. I, um, and because I, I, I started Googling the laws and I was like, you know, this is fine. Like, you know that players are allowed to do this. Why is this one in particular kind of spikes your interest? Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was um, an unusual quirk that it's also quite embarrassing. Like if someone scores so many runs against you that they physically cannot bat anymore. That's an amazing moment for Jai as well. What a player. I hope he comes back because I want to watch him play more. Yeah, and the quirk that you pointed out on Twitter that, that India are permitted to um, replace Ashwin in those yeah. circumstances. And yeah, again, like Ash is a great guy and um, an interesting guy and someone we've always had a strong interest in in the final word. Whenever we've had the chance to sort of talk to him in the margins of press conferences, I know he uh, has listened to the show in the past. I, I hope that um, uh, whatever's going on uh, in his personal life right now with his family, I think it's been tweeted out that his mum's crook, isn't it? That, um, that things um, get better as quickly as possible and he's back in the series as soon as possible as well. Okay, uh, a busy day, Cam. There's going to be ongoing debate about the suitability of this uh, mode of uh, play for England. I'm sure that'll continue online in the comments and so on. If you like what we're doing and you want to be part of it on there, Discord is the place. Get into that via our Patreon account, patreon.com forward slash the final word. Our show's brought to you by Westfield London and Westfield Stratford City. More extra, less ordinary. Can enjoy your night. It's Vicious Birthday as well, so I'm sure you guys have got something planned for that. Yes, and we'll do it all again on day four with England uh, resuming, or should I say India resuming, 322 runs in the game. Good night. Questions, my current senses. That'd be the same we've been doing for centuries. Sorry if I ran out to empty, broke this, so you know what I meant. I had to go about it, write it out and find